Hi, and welcome to the In A Loop podcast series with Circle, the Center for International Relations and Cultural Leadership Exchange here at the University of Washington. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Anujin, and I'm a program assistant for Circle. Circle is here to support international students as well as to connect international and domestic communities, fostering a global Husky environment at the University of Washington. In the loop, we'll explore different topics each week, focusing on highlighting student voices and experiences, as well as providing information on UW resources that are available for students. Check out our social media to learn more about the upcoming topics for the quarter. To wrap up this quarter in our podcast today, we have Chika, who is a junior at UW studying psychology. She's currently in Tokyo and here with us to share her experience with the fall quarter. Our podcast is striving to bring more student voices to the podcast. And we wanted to hear a little bit more about um, the fall quarter, how it's been for students. And I'm hoping you can give a little bit more perspective and a little bit more opinion about it. So starting off, can you introduce a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, Hello, everyone who's listening. And my name is Chika. I'm a junior studying psychology, and currently I am in Tokyo, Japan, which is where I'm originally from. And I guess outside of academics, I'm a member of student advisory board at Circle, and that's how I got to know about this opportunity. So thank you for having me, and it's really nice to be here today. Other than that, I don't know, personality-wise, I'm pretty chill, I, I guess, and I'm pretty relaxed, and I like to take warm baths and relax um, because it's getting colder here in Tokyo as well, and that's all I have. Um, so I was wondering, is it colder in Tokyo than Seattle during winter? Does, is it snowing there? Nope. Um, Seattle's much colder. Also because it rains a lot in Seattle, so it feels colder. Makes sense. Yeah. Alright, I have a question for you. How do you think fall 2020 quarter went for you compared to spring 2020? How was your uh, remote learning? Are there any improvements or challenges that have risen since the spring quarter? So I guess one word to summarize spring quarter was confusion because everybody was so confused as of like what to do. And I think um, compared to that, I think faculty is somewhat getting used to this new format of learning. And I guess improvement wise, professors have really figured out how students study remotely. So um, for almost all of my classes, um, the professors have kind of figured out that students' attention span, they're really short. Um, So they cut the lectures into like short segments. So I think for all the recorded lectures, like none of my lectures last longer than like 35 minutes which is really nice too. And 
I'm glad that professors have figured out our habits too, because my attention span is like really short as well. And I guess in terms of challenges, it's a lot of like, you know, mentality wise, right? So how do I ensure that I actually learned in class? And I guess motivation and engagement has been difficult because in spring quarter, I got away and I figured out that like, you know, even if you don't get like super involved, you would do fine and mm-hmm. in remote learning. But now um, I think I got away in spring quarter, but fall quarter, I'm getting that like, you know, motivation to learn. But at the same time, you can get away without having like, you know, as much energy. So that's been a challenge for me. And I don't know, maybe a lot of you would share a similar experience. But yeah, yeah I can totally understand. Like for me, it was hard in the first few weeks, really setting up that self-discipline to like not miss any lecture. And I feel like once you like set up like first few weeks, that like habit of like doing each lecture, like each day or like at your like time that was supposed to do, like you kind of create this habit like, I can't go to sleep today without doing my lecture because I just yeah. have it. And I think that's a good start, like, especially for remote learning. And yeah, I do believe that short span is true because I think, yeah, even personally me, I have really short span as well. And I can totally relate. Yeah. And there's so much distractions inside your house, right? So... <laughs> Of course, and if you're not living alone, parents, family, TV, a lot of things can easily take your attention span away from the lecture. So following up with the um, next question, assignment-wise, do you feel like the professors are more forgiving on due dates and assignment, or are they more strict compared to spring quarter? Um, Or in general? I think generally compared to like pre-pandemic, of course, and thank you to all professors that's been more lenient on um, project due dates. But I think personally, I think they were more forgiving in spring quarter because I think professors and faculty themselves are also like new to this pandemic and they were also the ones adjusting to their schedule as well. But that's not to say that like, you know, their forgivingness has like you know ended after spring quarter i think this quarter as well like i think um i'm glad to see that professors are still like very like lenient and i guess they are like i like to have due dates like given so that i can work through um and set up my own schedule based on like you know when the due dates are but as long as like you can com- communicate with the professors, then they're pretty flexible to fix those due dates. Actually, for one of my classes, I think a lot of students emailed the professors about their concerns, and our paper final uh, due date got pushed back by one week, and it's so nice. And thank (laughs) you. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to that professor. That sounds awesome. Yeah. What about assignment-wise? Do you feel like you got more assignments by remote learning or less assignments? I think assignment-wise, it's been pretty consistent. 
even before pandemic. I know some for some classes, I, I, I guess I can't really tell because some professors will tell you um, that they've cut off the assignment like this much compared to pre-pandemic. And mm -hmm. so like for that class, I know that like the expectations, I guess, or the bars set were lower, but I guess the fact that I'm feeling okay in terms of assignment load tells that they've um, kind of considered students' situations. So I guess that's good. That's good to hear. Um, what is one positive thing you liked about remote learning? Or what are some successful strategies you have implemented in your lifestyle or remote learning? Well, I, I guess one thing I really like about learning remotely is that now most of my professors allow um, to have their notes open for exams. And I really love having that open because uh, one, I, I don't like memorizing things. And two, like my like brain goes like blank <laughs> when I have like those like um, exams that are pretty like, that are memorization heavy, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, like, even outside of exam, I think in terms of how I approach uh, the content I learn, I like that my learning isn't just constrained to just memorizing things, but I have more time to think about, you know, kind of, like, the deeper uh, understanding of each concepts and kind of have time to question about the meanings behind those contents that I learn, and so I've actually like been getting more questions about the content and I've been like communicating with the professors more in terms of like content. So for example, like before pandemic, like if professors ask us like, do you have any questions? I would just be like, I would be pretty passive about it and I'll be like, yeah, but now I have more time to like, you know, think about like even like, you know, simple conceptual questions. So I like that my learning has taken a different approach and I kind of like that. And I guess successful strategies I've implemented would be changing locations around when I study because I hate staying in one location and so when sitting you study, there. Yeah. Do you just go like I don't know, for a vacation, for like somewhere in the beach to study. Is that what you mean? Uh, yeah, I don't, there's no nice beach. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, unfortunately, it's like a trip back and forth between my room and my living room. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not as nice as, you know. Yeah, I wish it was a trip between like beach and my house that would be really nice but I guess changing locations and strategies wise so now that I'm like not in like a dorm mm -hmm. I can read out loud whenever I want when I study and I know reading out loud like helps me a lot but also at the same time hearing others reading out loud can be really frustrating <laughs> Moving on from school topic and more to personal question, 
What are some hobbies you did during quarantine? Or new hobbies you developed during quarantine? Um, well, I am pretty inconsistent. <laughs> so I like pick up one thing and I would do something for like, you know, one week and then I would get bored of it. So <laughs> I don't know if I can call anything a hobby, but um, I guess um, when I returned home in spring or before mm-hmm. spring, but right as spring quarter was about to begin, I was self-isolated like in my house. So my mom would text me and she'll be like, oh, like, do you want me to buy anything before you return home? And I said, um, I want to get a book for coloring. And she uh, kind of bought that beforehand. And I was super into it <laughs> during the two weeks. And um, I don't know, I think coloring sounds like, you know, something that, you know, young, younger kids would do. But even as a college student, I found it to be pretty enjoyable. So I guess that's one. And a second thing, uh, I don't know if it's enough to call it a hobby, but I've been walking around a na- my neighborhood a lot because um, I need time to breathe in some fresh air and get my body moving because staying inside house all day can be like really tiring for some reason Mm -hmm. and so I've been walking around a lot and I've been really enjoying it because I've I have not been in my home country for this extended period of time because for high school I lived in another country so I yeah it's been like 11 more than 10 years since Oh, like the last time. Yeah, I was back home for like more than like six months. So I just really love discovering new things in, yeah, where I live. Mm -hmm. And I've been enjoying eating sweets too. Yes, the Japanese sweets (laughs) are so good. And I guess that's all. Do you have any hobbies you picked up? Uh, for me, I during quarantine picked up oil painting. Actually, oh, I saw all those YouTube videos. How I was so inspired to create my image of like beach and like the sand and like the oil painting with the boat. But I realized it's so much harder than just like you know painting with acrylic or anything. And there's so much more structure with it. And I feel like. Like you said, I was so into it first two weeks and I <laughs> gave up and school kind of did not give me enough time to like really go into it because it's kind of takes a lot of time to be creative. But um, other than that, I actually found a book as well from outside UW Law School. That was great. And yeah, so far those are two of my hobbies other than exercising. And it's very interesting to hear what other people are doing during the quarantine because it's like, it's time to be creative. I think people got really creative, yeah. So 
Thank you for coming for a podcast today. It was really nice to hear your perspective and it was really fun talking to you. Thank you. I had fun time too. As Chica has shared, she has implemented successful strategies and experiences with remote learning. She also has shared about her new hobbies she enjoyed during quarantine, such as coloring and walking. I hope some of her experiences were relatable and others were new. I hope best of luck on finals week of the fall quarter. And if you have more questions or interest in being on Circle Podcast, you can always email at uwcircle at uw.edu. Or you can always check Circle's website so you can stay in the loop.